What has happened, everyone? Welcome to episode 102 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. Today, Scott and I are going to take you on a deep dive into five rules of successful clients. Here's just kind of five deeper than surface level value rules that I picked up on the last eight years that my really, really, really elite clients exhibit and they all share in common. I can promise you if you have a coach, if you are a client of someone right now, this podcast is going to help you. It's not just easy piece of shit like follow the protocol. We're going to do a deep dive in and I promise it's going to be very, very, very helpful. As always, episode 102 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use my last name Mahaley at checkout for your discount please leave us five stars down below we are getting so close to 400 ratings and nothing cool happens at 400 ratings but we really wanted to boost our own egos so inside five rules of successful clients i'll see you there what do you think is and uh, i'm asking you guys who are driving in your car listening to this on your morning walks or you know whatever environment you're listening to this to. actually you want to sound really cool yeah i had a uh um listener reach out to me over 101 where we obviously you know discuss politics and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i had a golden rule when this podcast started also not to talk about politics mm-hmm. but then you know i became more transparent and confident i guess through this podcast okay i had someone reach out and um you want to talk about extreme vulnerability so she works in an office um i believe it was a female works in an office with uh, 26 other people mm-hmm. and she got like all of them like on the on, on the pod Okay. <clears throat> so they played 101 out loud uh-huh. in the office. Uh-huh. And she said it led to fantastic debate oh, and, uh, okay. you know, sparked a lot of ideas in people. Yeah. And, um, she, you know, she, she said there's two managers in office. Um, I asked her if I could share a story. So they went, like, there's two managers in office that are pretty highly paid. Mm-hmm. And they were both in complete agreement with me okay. on, you know, X, Y, and Z uh, that, you know, could happen from this election or mm-hmm. you know whatever's going on um and they had a really long conversation about it and so initially it was like two on 24 uh-huh. right and then as they continue listening to the podcast near the end of it she's like everyone kind of started agreeing with you and scott and i was yeah. like dude like that's cool not because we want everyone to agree with us we just wanted to present a different side of view yeah uh so i think, I think we approached really cool. but i think we approached it in a way that we very respectfully i it, think it, yeah, even though we don't necessarily always agree on the democratic side of things, some things we probably do agree on. I agree with more on the democratic side of things than I do the Republican side. Yeah. I think it just shows that people are not as biased. No, as heavily leaning. Yeah. As, as, as the loudest folks. Sure. I, the most important values on my list just happened. I'll be in line with the, you know, for this election, the right. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm much more. I'm dude. I'm like Oregon over here, man. <laughs> Oregon's just like fucking unload the fucking flood, dude. Might Go as well. Your, but why, you know, why not? Like if someone is really, truly, and yeah. this might be really extreme to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. again, that's okay. Uh, we all have our uh, different views. I mean, dude, if you really want to like go do heroin and shit, like <sighs> it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I think there needs to be restrictions on how, where. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be able to do it in the fucking middle of the street, right? Or the Starbucks bathroom. Or Starbucks bathroom. Yeah. Like, you do it in your fucking house, right? Do your mm-hmm. fucking shit at your fucking house. Um, and, you know, I, I think taking an educational approach as a whole here. What can... Dude, we can even start what, low on the donut pole. What can fucking acid do to you? Mm-hmm. What can MDMA do to you? I feel what like can, but comparing acid and heroin no, is a so, big so, difference. So, so, like, we start on the lower end and then we work our way up. What can yeah. heroin do to you? Dude, why do why is all of our education always focused on, oh, this is the bad? Like, yeah. why don't we? That's what makes people seek it out. It wasn't, right? wasn't, and now I am not, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of things with it when it comes to the drug stuff. Yeah. Wasn't heroin used as like a, uh, morphine kind of thing once back in the day. I think it would make sense for, for some, some type of it or style of it. I thought that was what it was well, used it's, for. It's like a hundred times stronger than fentanyl, right? So that makes sense. It was, I a had pain, fentanyl. it was a, it was a surgery kind of pain. Yeah. Care, I think I that think. would make sense. And everyone just got addicted to it. Yeah. Um, or it was too, or like fentanyl was too dangerous. Yeah. Right. Well, so, so fentanyl still used today. Yeah, I had that. fentanyl <laughs> when uh, the ambulance came, got me as before we knew each other. Yeah. Uh, after I moved down to Austin, I had fucking fentanyl. Um, and man, I'll tell you what. Like my pain level, I'd never been in that kind of fucking pain before. Remember, 
uh, my ex and one of my friends at the time carried me down. Yeah. Because I couldn't walk. I couldn't stand up. your uh, kidneys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, my, my kidneys fucking like shut down on mm-hmm. them. So they like carried me, uh, you know, all the way down. We lived in a high rise apartment downtown Austin. And as soon as the ambulance came, you know, they got me, they put me in the thing. Like the paramedics had to lift me up into the thing. And I was pretty heavy at the time. I was probably like 280, 290. And dude, I just remember being in so much pain. They were asking questions. I couldn't talk. My ex was speaking for me. And as soon as they gave me fentanyl, like everything was good. Everything was fine. Dude, it was incredible. Like as soon as it hit, they, the the whole syringe hadn't even been injected yet, and it was like I, I felt it was immediate. great. Yeah, it was wow. amazing. It's kind of like when you uh, probably way more extreme, but when you take the gas and then you fall asleep yeah. in like five seconds. Yeah, like it, it it was like a full body, just unbelievable high. Um, that you know, I mean, yeah, like I, I I've had the conversation with Megan. I've had it with David too. I mean, it makes sense. It makes so much sense why people get addicted to this shit because that was bonkers. You just felt yeah. so lifted, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, honestly, like I I agree with the sentiment of the direction Oregon is headed. Um, as long as you're not harming people, why does it matter? You know what you do, right? Um, you know, along that same line, um, some kind of exciting news. It's not really too premature to, uh, you know, be able to talk about. Obviously, recreational um, weed was just uh, made legal in Arizona. Uh, shout out Arizona. Great fucking job. Um, we are exploring opening a uh, cannabis shop out there in Scottsdale. And... Um, on my Instagram story, you guys might have seen I put something up asking for like experts and shit. Man, mm-hmm. we had a ridiculous response nice. to that. And there's someone I'm talking to who actually owns a farm in Colorado. Nice. But he lives in Scottsdale. Nice. That's cool. So, dude, right? It like fell into my lap. Um, and so, you know, we've been talking to him a lot. Um, and, you know, I have a really unique idea with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to hear about this? You Let's go. This? I, I, you haven't talked to me about it yet. So, so I, 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 know, I know it's, it's all so new. It's really green. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, pun, um, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. All pun intended. <laughs> so, um, my idea with this, and if any of you fucking take it, I will find you. I will hurt you. I mean, I mean they could take it. We'll, just probably, we'll probably do it better. Than we'll do you. it better anyways. Sorry. It doesn't fucking matter. Don't, do not become our competition. <laughs> so, um, you know, like a cigar lounge. Yes. Um, you know, it's very laid back. It's, 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 it's a vibe, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a whole ass vibe. They usually have a bar in it. Um, just, you know, whatever, serving whatever the customers want. It's really chill, extremely um, um, comfortable seating, lots of TVs, lots of things to do, lots of little random games and stuff. I want to do a THC lounge. I want to do a cannabis lounge. I have had this conversation with my friends in college. Yeah, but... And we don't think it's feasible. Why? The smell, the the overall odor. I don't know how... I mean, what are I mean, they doing? I love the smell. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but let's say you, like, okay, using a cigar lounge as yep. an example... You go to the cigar lounge, you got your whiskey, yeah. you're just trying to get, you know, your 40-year-old guy just got off work, trying to go kind of get away from your family and wife for a minute and then go home, whatever. And they go there and obviously they come out and they smell like cigars. Yeah. You go home, you probably smell like cigar in your clothes, whatever. You go home, you're going to smell like weed. Yeah. And, you know, you have a, let's say even infant. Yeah. Or something. You know, we were th- talking about what would that look like? Yeah. Or what if you have another meeting to go to? Yeah. And you walk in smelling like dope. Yeah, that's that's very real. That's very real. And you know, that's something that you know you gotta figure out. I know the other day we saw oh, we were in Arizona. Oh, where we got the bongs. Yeah. We got those new bongs. Yeah. They had a um like spray thing that you use in your house or your car that like dissolves all the smell. You know, <laughs> of course that's the claim, right? But like yeah. the dude said it was pretty fucking good. Okay. Honestly, I don't feel like our car or house smell like weed at all. No, um so no. like I feel like we didn't really need it. No. Um, you know, maybe you use maybe you have little misters that kind of spray that in. Maybe I'm I a, also don't know like anything about HVAC. Wait, but but THC doesn't stick, right? The THC molecule doesn't stick but, like but, cigars. But, but and, think about you're sitting in a lounge. You got like 30 other yeah. people in there. You're all smoking a but, lot. But, but the reason the smell stays with you is because it sticks to your clothing. Teach, he doesn't have that. Yeah, it does. You tell me I, you never I, walked into somebody's house. I walked into my parents' no, house. No, no. 18. When my cousins <laughs> said, you guys reeked. <laughs> no shit. But did you just smoke? We were in a car. Like just before that. We were yeah. in a car and we had smoked in the car, but we had windows down, like yeah. all the way like down, you, you driving did, 65 on the highway and trying to yeah. like air it out and it still didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm pretty something with the THC molecule is different to where it doesn't stick or doesn't last or maybe it, you know, dissolves or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Um, I also could just have seen that on fucking Instagram and got duped by something. Those fucking but bullshit. I also, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's some air purifiers that are mm. able to do some, because cigar lounges can't not think of this. You know what I mean? The one by house gain smells pretty intense. <laughs> it smells very intense. I just there's, went there for the first a, time. The there's day. a, what the fuck is that called? Is it called the candy shop? The ice cream shop? There's this uh, weed store. No shit. In, uh, not a lounge, just, just a shop. Yeah. In California. Okay. And it's like on Rodeo Drive or something like that. Okay. And the people who live by it are now complaining that it smells. No shit. Outside. Yeah, man, that's not a place you want the neighbors to start complaining. <laughs> so, but the thing that we go to House of Gains, you don't really smell that cigar. No, what if, but what if you smell weed every time you walk in the House of Gains? Yeah, that that you wouldn't want to work out. That's for sure. So, we're looking into doing that. We're looking, and you know, we we have a lot of different areas of business that we're kind of venturing into mm-hmm. um, right now. We have you know some exciting things happening. I, I think some exciting things really coming to fruition. Um, but it's it's honestly it's just kind of an exciting time. I hope you guys are having an exciting time as well. I know it's Friday. Say Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday evening. What time? Like maybe six o'clock, five mm-hmm. o'clock, something like that. We still don't have a fucking president. And honestly, I think we're doing great. Like mm-hmm. we're going on three days. We have no president named. Um, honestly, I really think that if there's like a recount or anything that happens, I think that, you know, they should just put me in there and let me go to work, dude. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So cigar before we, cigar lounges use a certain type of HEPA filter. Oh, no shit. That like that's I guess it says hospital grade. OK. That provides maximum air cleaning efficiency. Look at that. So maybe it works. Look at that. Maybe All it right. does work. OK. Anyway, back to Justin trying to be president. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I would just be good. You know, there, there's, there's 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 not really extreme partisanship. If I think your idea sucks, I think your idea sucks. Yeah. I just need to still be able to coach and I need to be able to like go to bodybuilding shows and raise. Okay. I definitely be able God, to raise. You, a president who yeah. raise. Yeah, dude. I, I think that's what the people need. You know, I think that's what the people we'll see what see. happens these, in Oregon. These motherfuckers are so <laughs> uptight. These motherfuckers got their asshole all puckered up. And it's like, dude, it's just not that serious. I got this. You know, trust me. Justin's got this. But right. today uh, I want to talk to you about five rules of successful clients. These are rules that I've kind of compiled over uh, the last eight years of being a coach, over having, um, you know, some some close friends in the coaching industry. You know, we all talk. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is like, there's, there's a pretty good sized circle of us, right. Uh-huh. Who, are, who are pretty tight. And, uh, or I guess like who I'm intertwined with mm-hmm. and, you know, each coach, um, you know, like Dylan's intertwined tightly with other folks, Matt's intertwined tightly with other folks, Vu's intertwined. Everyone's kind of intertwined. Twilight yeah. With folks. You all so know like, each other and you have yeah. several groups too. Yeah. But yeah. like the groups that I'm very intertwined with, it's funny. It's like you tell a story and everyone's got the exact same story. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like, like we're all living the exact same. I life. can imagine after doing it for so many years, as well as having assistant coaches. Yeah. You start to see patterns. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many patterns. But what's interesting is when like me and Dylan and like Mark and Adam Atkinson will talk Mm -hmm. and like someone has a client and it starts reminding one of us of someone. Mm -hmm. And then you're asked, what's that client's name? And then they say the the name and then we've all had this client (laughs) and it's the same fucking shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Do you don't want to be the person who's passed around? You do not want to be that. You don't want to be that sorority. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. That's not, that's not where you want to be. Um, you know, loyalty is such a big item in the coaching industry. And you know, so many people can't handle being told, Hey, you know, you're not ready to compete yet. Or Mm -hmm. I I haven't put it on my Instagram story today. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're not ready to compete or you have unrealistic expectations or you just need to be patient or, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. And, you know, so people, I think, um, luckily, I don't have this problem anymore. And I think a lot of it has to do. And what I was talking, um, I've I've talked to each of these individuals about uh, very recently is my price point. Mm -hmm. My price point drives these people away. Like if you're not really serious and you're not going to hire me. Yeah. Right. Um, And. I think establishing a high price point, you have to be worth it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to fucking be able to back it up, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, we've won more than we've lost this year. So I think that fucking, in bodybuilding, mm-hmm. that's, that's bonkers. Yeah. And and so, you know, we, we back it up, the product, the service backs it up, but you need to really, um, you, you need to be able to eliminate kind of the low tier folks if you don't want to have low tier problems, mm-hmm. right? Now, that being said, um, you know, 
you also you, you have to like kind of work your way up. Sure. You can't just start charging five hundred bucks a month yeah, and, like yeah, when yeah. you're not worth it. Yeah, when you're not yeah, that good. Yeah. So five rules of successful clients. My number one rule is execute beyond the protocol. Look, you're gonna sign up with me. You're gonna be amped. Be pumped. Yeah. It's best fucking coach in the so world. So you're gonna go to college. Yeah. So your freshman and, year yeah. college. Like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And you know, team Haley, and this is huge. This is awesome. And XYZ. Yeah. I'm gonna send you over your protocols. You're gonna hit me on WhatsApp. Like, this is the most in-depth, you know, shit I've ever seen. I get that all the time. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, thank you so much for covering all of this. Yeah, XYZ. I, I lay it all out there. Can I go? Wait, let me stop you there for a second. Yeah. I've seen three coaches. Yeah. How they operate. Yeah. It baffles me that they're surprised that yours is the way it is. I know. I know. It seems to me, and maybe this is just from an outside perspective. Yeah. It seems so obvious. Yeah. And so simple. Yeah. To do what you do. Yeah. It, it, like not, not in the context of like, I don't honestly, I know how to run. No, PEDs and those kind of things, but yeah. just the setup. The setup. That's kind of what you're referencing, right? Yeah. The setup like, and the information they get. You would be shocked if you saw other people's setups. Yeah. Compared so to what you're used to. It's wild to me that I, you know. That's what the common thing is in the coaching industry. But it's like setting your client up for success, right? Like yep. I, yep. I I have a line in there. I actually just added it in. If it is not listed below, mm-hmm. it is not a variable. It's not part of the protocol. It doesn't matter. It's, you don't need to ask about it. every single key. Yep. The blueprint is below. Yeah. And you don't need to go f- trying to find new things. Like, mm-hmm. My only cardio steps. What do I have listed in the protocol? Hey, mm-hmm. is the training attached to like day one. Is that where it starts tomorrow? What do I have? To, what do I have? It's like the people who want to add to the, yeah. uh, the training it, protocol. Look, it ain't rocket science. Yeah. It, it, I, I make it so easy. I make mm-hmm. it, I make it idiot proof. Yeah, I do. Because I want you to be set up for complete success. Yep. Like from day one, from the jump, I want you to be set up there. Execute beyond the protocol. You're going to get this blueprint, right? If you just go through, you know, you hit your food, you get your steps, you train, you know, you sleep, you hit your supplements, all that stuff. You just kind of go through the motions, right? But, well, Justin Haley is my coach. Of course, I'm going to mm-hmm. make progress. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The, the protocol is what you follow. Mm-hmm. The execution is where, you know, the progress is made. Mm-hmm. And every single day in that food, all right, we get closer to zeroing out with wholesome food choices, with as minimal artificials as we can. Mm-hmm. Every single day with those steps, we do the most intentful, you know, whatever your step layout is or whatever your cardio recommendation is. We operate with such, such extreme intent that every single day you're forcing yourself to get better. You're helping your recovery. You're allowing blood flow to thrive. All these things. Mm-hmm. Every single day in training, it's not one top set, two back down sets. It's one top set that takes you absolutely it just it tanks you yeah you're fucking yeah. done after that yeah you walk around you find it in you to be able to do a back down set you crush the back down set you fucking have nothing left to give you walk around you take your time mm-hmm. you regather yourself come back to planet earth you do the next back down set holy shit exercise one's finally complete now it's on exercise two yeah everything is the absolute best the most perfect that you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I have two clients who are rather new to training with me, two figure girls. They're okay. going to be fucking stars mm-hmm. who are rather new to training with me, who I wish every single client could see um, just what they're doing. The one girl's Jill Lombardi. She, I fucking told you about her. Mm-hmm. She, she's bonkers. Yeah. The other girl's Becca, Becca Dewey. Maybe it's D U W E Becca. Do- okay. Dewey? Is that Dewey? Okay. D U W E D U W E do do. Do. <laughs> <laughs> like <I> do. <laughs> yeah. like every single week since they've started, there's been obvious. Yeah. Like I think they both started around like two, three months ago. Incredibly obvious changes. Yeah. Incredibly obvious. Every week, you know, week over week. Okay. And these are two girls with a pretty good amount of muscle on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, two girls who I expect to, you know, easily at least be top five on the national stage next mm-hmm. year and figure, you know, they, 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 every single day they push it. I never make changes to their protocols. Mm-hmm. I feel like I never have to because mm-hmm. they are pushing so fucking hard as a client. That's what you are. Sh- as a client, when you go to check in with your coach, your mission should be not to get any changes to your protocol. Mm-hmm. That should be your number one variable you're looking for in your check-in no changes that means what you are doing right now you are working so fucking hard Mm -hmm. that you're forcing this protocol to just work for you time and time and time again i was on the phone uh doing my teaching session with savannah and kim last Mm -hmm. night 
And I mentioned to them how Megan Dolly, uh, you know, my assistant coach, or you guys know her by Megan Ashley, her protocols haven't changed in almost half a year. Mm-hmm. Same training, same food, mm-hmm. same cardio for almost half of a year. And she keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. As a client, that is what you should strive for. In a way, <clears throat> her client or her uh, training is kind of changing because she's getting better. Because she's constantly pushing she's the like, envelope. More. She's logging everything and she's 100%. seeing where she was before Beating and then moving forward. Board. Yeah. So in a way, it's kind of changing. Yeah, yeah. So like she, all the changes are happening on her end with pushing it forward and doing things. You know, she had an injury there for a while, mm-hmm. and she was down. Man, she, it was frustrating. And she was getting very frustrated. But you know, she was able to kind of keep herself level headed, which I always appreciate. Just mm-hmm. so so much emotional maturity mm-hmm. when you're able to kind of keep yourself level headed, right? Yeah, she was able to keep herself level headed and and you know get through see through. Now you know she's back training, um, and and improving already. Yeah. Um, your you need to execute so far beyond the protocol. You need to execute beyond your minimum simulating threshold point in every single variable. When you check in with your coach, the goal should be, we don't need any changes here. We're rolling. Mm-hmm. That's the feedback that you want to get. And so many people don't look for that. So many people are like, what's the next change? What's the next update? Yeah. Matt Jansen might change my stuff once every 12 weeks. Yeah. Because I'm checking the boxes. I'm doing the things that needs done. And when I check in with him, I hope that I hear we're fucking rolling here, man. Like we don't need any chat. Why would I want to change my protocol? Yeah. I, I don't want to change it. I want to go so fucking hard forcing adaptation. It's like a game I play with myself. Mm-hmm. I have seven days here to make progress that makes Matt believe that what we're currently doing is perfect for us. And I don't need to change anything. Mm-hmm. Changing shit, changing shit kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. So that's where your goal needs to be. Your goal has to be executing so hard that you're checking responses. We don't need any changes. Execute beyond the protocol. Don't just go through the motions. Fucking be it. Live it. Obsess over it. And watch how good your results are going to be there. This might not be a great comparison, but it's, it sounds kind of like, you know, let's say you have a job, very basic corporate job. You're an accountant. <clears throat> and this could be for any job, but you're an accountant. And you start out at $50,000 salary, right? And you keep doing your accounting yep. and you keep doing it and doing it and doing it and getting better and better and better, faster, 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 understanding more and more and more. You should expect to get a raise. Absolutely. But if you start your accounting job at 50,000 and then you get moved to payroll yeah. in six, in three months yeah, and then you get moved to marketing yeah, in you, three months, yeah, you, keep getting moved you have to relearn a whole new process. Absolutely. And your salary is probably not going to change because yep. now you're a beginner again. Exactly. No, that, that's a great comparison. Yeah. That's, I, that's actually one of my favorite comparisons I've heard of that. Cause that's very true. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this week that you're the janitor next week, you're the COO. Uh, the following week, you're going to be the front desk clerk. Uh, hey, next week you're gonna be my secretary. Like, why is that you, good? You don't have the experience. And by experience, I would, what I mean is your body doesn't have the experience at that prolonged period of training. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%. I like that analogy a lot. Number two, intent with communication. You guys, we coaches need data. If it's not data, we don't need it. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't talk to your coach or you know whatever your coach's rules are, but just meaningless communication, meaningless words does not help anybody. Mm-hmm. It bogs down what your coach is able to give to other clients who might be in need because we have no intent with the communication. It's just something happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your, your, your coach might want to celebrate you. I celebrate a lot of my clients mm-hmm. often, but your coach isn't a cheerleader. All right. Your coach is a coach. Your coach needs data. When you send a check-in, you, you only send what your coach is asking for. Mm-hmm. If your coach needs more, they will ask for more. If something's extremely out of the ordinary, add that in. It's data. Be extremely intent with communication. You see when, so like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are my really busy days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Friday I have like 20 check-ins. So it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So each of those days, if I have a client, you know, I, I, I how I get all my roles in here, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll do like 20 check-ins and take a break and then 20 check-ins and take a break. So if I have a client who sends me a bunch of meaningless information, yeah. I have to sift <laughs> through that. I have to eliminate that. Mm-hmm. And only read what I asked for because none of this matters. And now that's where we make changes. Yep. Pulls you out of your flow. Yep. 
and pulls back what you're allowed to give to other clients where you're yep. able to usually yep. after a message like that, like that has too much like bullshit in it, not mm-hmm. enough just intentful mm-hmm. shit. I, I always have to take a break. Because I sit here and I'm like, it makes you wonder if they respect your time. It reminds me of like those pointless corporate meetings. I know you never really experienced that. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I, I've heard you, but dude, you, you and David talk about, I remember face Tony, David, Tony has them too. Tony, all, all all day. I texted Tony all like day. at 8 PM and he, I was like, what are you doing? He was just sitting in this bullshit meeting. Why? Why? <laughs> For what? We would sit in the meeting and it would be, you know, how everybody doing okay? Can everybody hear us? You know, we have, you know, here's the agenda, yada, yada, yada. And yeah. 20 minutes in, we start talking about what we we're going to fucking talk about. Yeah. And that, it, like, like, that's too much, right? There's yeah. no intent with the communication. I don't, I don't need fluff shit. I don't yeah. need any fairy shit. I, I need the what matters. What matters to your protocol, mm-hmm. right? I'm fortunate that like 99.9% of my roster doesn't deviate. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, we're far beyond that. If you, if you want to deviate from the protocol, you should not hire me. So I'm fortunate in that regard, but you don't need, and I'm fortunate in the regard that I don't get a bunch of fluff communication. It's more so my assistant coaches. Yeah. I need data. We need data. Our job is to get you into the best shape that you possibly can be. Our job is to help you with mental growth. And the way that we're going to do that is by assessing your data. It's by pushing you harder, knowing exactly what you need. Okay. And intent with communication. My most successful clients, my IFPB pros, the people at the top of the MPC, the people who are, you know, contending for pro cards and stuff. I've never, I'm talking about Ashley Jones, Ashley IU, Katie Younger those you know three specifically Mm -hmm. that you know recently Mm -hmm. they when they when i see a message from them i know that this next message affects their pro their their next pro show it's to the point yeah it's to the point yeah so i know i have to get back to this yeah i have to get back to this right away it's never senseless now you know you could also argue yeah but all all three of those girls they've been in this a long time They've been they've been competing for a long time. Yeah, they know how to separate. They 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 know how to separate. I, I just got a really talented client today. That Scott knows about, um, and you know she's been competing since 2014. Like she's knocking on the door. She's banging down the door to get her pro card, right? Mm-hmm. And you know we're gonna get that fucking pro card next year. But it's our, during our meeting, everything was it was intentful. Mm-hmm. There's no fluff shit. Yeah, she doesn't need her handheld, mm-hmm. right? And the issue is people need their handheld. I don't hold hands. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people expect to get their hand held and they're like, well, you know, Justin doesn't do it. So I'm going to fire him and go hire someone else who will hold my hand. Well, that's not helping you grow. Mm-hmm. The only way you grow is if you're on your fucking own independent, you have to be independent. Mm-hmm. You dictate how far you go in this sport. You can hire the best coach in the world. I think I'm the best coach in the world. Yeah. You can hire me. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that matters is how hard you're willing to work. Mm-hmm. So put in the fucking work. Put in the time, put in the work. Don't bitch that, you know, well, I wish we were best friends. I I, I don't need best friends. I, mean, I need clients to win. On, and, on the football field, do you see, I mean, I know most coaches <laughs> and football players have a good relationship, yeah. but when they're on the field, is it, I can talking about the girl you, they hooked up with last weekend yeah. or are they talking about the game? Exactly. Yeah. I can promise you Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are not very good friends. <laughs> I can absolutely <laughs> promise you that. But what the fuck do they do? They win yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. And like, that's how I run my team now. Yeah. If we become friends, that's dope. Sure. But like, I don't force the friendship yeah. thing. That should be a fucking secret rule in here is like, don't try and force friendship upon your coach. So number three, don't turn your shoulder. Be transparent. Dude, if something happened, if you fucked up, if X, Y, or Z went down that prevented you from following protocol, if, um, you know, you, you, you truly just were like, I'm not going to follow protocol this week for whatever reason, you need to be transparent about it. Don't fucking send your check-ins. And dude, you want to hear something wild? Yeah. I had a old client of mine reach out recently that trying to get back on the team. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he hit me up on WhatsApp, which number one, don't do that. <laughs> if you're not my, <laughs> if you're not a current client, do not hit me up on WhatsApp. What's up, bro? Yeah. Right. Literally. <laughs> like, um, what? Like, bro, we're not bros. Dude. So, so I told him, I was like, you know, you need to apply through here and all this stuff. And he went and apply through there. And he's like, damn, you know, your prices, I have like almost tripled. Like, I don't know if I can afford it. And I was like, yeah, you know, winning. You know, when it, when it makes your price go up, like we, we get a lot of inquiries now. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, you know, so he's like, look, bro, bro, do you bro, hear this? Bro. You hear this? He might listen to podcasts. I, just don't yeah, shit. I was right. so offended by it. He said, you know, like I can like, I can like put your name out there and I got oh. put, put my name out there as if it's Dude. not enough already. Savannah, <laughs> Savannah had 
an inquiry. This Wait, girl who tried to trade. The girl here in Austin. Yeah. I never talking about. She tried to trade her life, Clown. Her life coaching services. Life coaching. She's a 20-year-old girl. For her coaching service. Yeah. Her fitness coaching services. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> Does, I mean, like, think about it. What's something you buy often? Like, like, like not, um, like a brand or th- of things you buy often. Nike. Nike. Yeah. Okay. So you want to hit up the marketing director at Nike <laughs> and say, yo, I'm going to wear your clothes <laughs> and put them on Instagram. I get 900 likes. 900 likes. I get 900 likes. Sometimes, you know, good, 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 good one pops off 14, 1500. There we go. You got that 40,000 now, that 40 K. There we a go. Big number 40 K. And you know what? I think. I need this stuff for free. Yeah, Nike, you need me. You need me way worse than I need you. This <laughs> Nike is like, don't give a fuck. This is like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll put your name out to, there. I'm not trying to be a douche, but don't trade your shit. <laughs> we just went over 700 clients on the roster. Yeah. We're the biggest team in the world. Yeah. It's so... It's so... I Okay, so I trade. I trade with... People I like. Yeah. And and I make a cognitive decision to trade. Absolutely. But I I want that. I tra- I don't trade to someone who's, no. you know, like my uh, real estate clients that I used to work for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trade with them. No. I don't trade never. rent for the, with them. <laughs> but I will, I'll trade with a homie who's trying to hustle. Yeah. You exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like yeah. support each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he said that. And I was like, I don't remember what I said, but I was like, no, no offense. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I need my name out there anymore yeah, than it already yeah, is. Yeah. Quite frank, I'd prefer it not be out there anymore. Yeah, sure, sure. And, uh, you know, yeah, I asked for a discount one more time and I was like, look, I'm not the guy. I'm not the dude listen, that you want to go to. Listen, Matt, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> If you're listening to this episode, I expect we got a deal. We got a deal. <laughs> Actually, I think you should pay me. To be, oh shit! I'll get your name out there. To be, I mean, just to be quite frank, it's it's so it's so disrespectful. It's, it's, Come on, dude! It's so disrespectful because it's it's a person's business yeah. which in many many times if it's an entrepreneur it's their livelihood yeah, oh 100 and that yeah. come on you can't and it's like oh, your trade doesn't pay rent no, or food or whatever no. they're trying to pay no 100 percent. it's like you know it's it's whenever a client you know leaves you know for whatever reason then tries coming back look the prices are probably going to be higher yeah right i haven't do you know the last time i took on a new client uh, I don't remember. It was now. five and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I've not taken on a new client in five and a half. Yeah. I, t- I took on one fucking girl. Okay. One girl. Cause she sent me her, um, you know, pics and honest, quite frank, her physique's bonkers. And sure, I think sure. I can turn her pro in bikini. Okay. Um, and her name's Rachel. Um, I took Rachel in. she's yep. the only person in five and a half weeks. Okay. You know how many fucking inquiries I get a day? Yeah, sure. Anywhere from three to four. Yep. I, if, <laughs> I, you know, I'm done with this fucking point. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking yeah. need you. So if it gives you context back in the airplane world every year, we had a price inflation increase did you? and it was like a million dollars. Holy shit. So if that makes you feel like that's exactly. what I need to do. That's what I need to do. Actually, if you would train me a million dollars, your uh, your airplanes were a million dollars cheaper last year. <laughs> What's the, what's the deal? I can't wait to be that wealthy where it's like, it's, oh it's like the, the million dollars is like a, is a negotiation point. Can, can I get that, that million dollars off? Right. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's casual to take like 200 grand off. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to be there. Like, Holy I just, shit. I just think that the trading is kind of ridiculous yeah. because livelihood and that's, that's my, my case on it. And like, if yeah. you don't like it, I'm sorry, but yeah. that's what it is. If you're, t- I mean, if it's your business, yeah. would you want someone to trade? No way. You know what I mean? No way. If you're trying to make money off of some, I think something, you, you, you love you know to do. Interesting. You know what's interesting? Most of the people who get triggered by my stuff don't ever run their own companies. That's fair. I bet if they send it to their CEO, their CEO or their president or the owner or the yeah. founder or whatever, they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Because your mindset has to be different, right? Yeah. It's not, I'm not, um, you, you Number one, you have a safety net mm-hmm. when you work for another company or, you know, when a company is, you work for a company bigger than you. Sure. You have a safety net. You yeah. have a role. Yep. You have a team around you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty lonely. And I say it's like tongue in cheek. It's pretty lonely being the owner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I talked to you. I talked to Steve and I talked to David. I talked to Tony all day. Sure. But like, you know what I mean? People I talk to daily that I don't pay. Mm hmm. Have you ever thought, like, have you ever thought about that? I talk not to really, no, no one daily that I don't pay. Yeah. I mean, not really. No, I've never really kind of a hard that. place to be. It's like not the easiest place in the world. And many times you don't, you know, when you, 
you go out and I say out, you know, like when you guys went to Arizona, yeah, you go out very, very, uh, not very often. Yeah. And, no. and it's to enjoy yourself and 100%. It's typically around people you don't pay. Yeah. And if you do, it's, you know, it's not about work or anything. No, yeah. no, but, and you know, that, that's why we like hanging out with Dylan and Lauren. Cause it's like, you know, we, we don't share. It's funny. Me and Dylan don't share much amongst each sure. other. Just we, fr- we, it's, it's a friend thing. Yeah. We're homies. Yeah. Yeah. But we know who each other's top competition is. Sure. We, sure. we more than keep it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's a vastly different mindset. And a lot of people might listen to that and be like, well, you know, like I see where the guy's coming from. Yeah. Me and Scott don't. Yeah. Like me, me, me and Scott don't see it. It's, it's not like that. So back to rules of successful clients. Well, one rule is, don't try to barter services. <laughs> it's probably a good idea, right? Um, number four, follow the lead. I love this one. And it's kind of inspired by Matt Jansen's post from maybe yesterday is um, the coach is, is, is the leader, mm-hmm. right? And Savannah does a really good job. Mm-hmm. This. And, um, and, you know, we just brought Kim on and we see the huge influx that Kim has got. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she's all the way up to the fourth biggest roster on the fucking team. Yeah. Like already in a couple like, of weeks. Follow the lead. If you're a client on team Haley, what is what am I doing? And I know I, I need to be a little better about posting like training videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I actually took one today. It was really good that, that I need to post. What am I doing? You should emulate that. You should be watching every move. Mm-hmm. I watch every Matt Jansen move. I watch everything he does. What's the leader doing? They're a leader for a reason, right? Like you follow, uh, you follow me, not like on social media, like you, you follow team Haley. You, you are part of us and you follow me because, you know, the, the resume speaks for itself. I'm, I'm a champion bodybuilder. I'm really mm-hmm. good at it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of clients who are really fucking good. Well, what do I do? What do I do to become a champion bodybuilder? Mm-hmm. You want to become a champion bodybuilder. These are things that I do. Yeah. I eat, I train, I sleep, I live it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's everything to me. My clients, what am I constantly doing? I am constantly reading, constantly researching. I'm constantly hypo- uh, uh, hypothesizing. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly mm-hmm. evaluating and assessing, right? Mm-hmm. It's an obsession. So you need to be as obsessed with this as mm-hmm. I am. You're engulfed in your work. In- engulfed. Yeah. 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 And you know what's tough about bodybuilding and what's unique about the sport of bodybuilding is being engulfed in this doesn't pay you mm-hmm. in terms of the competing side. Mm-hmm. You're never going to make money. No one listening to this is going to make enough money to live their livelihood through only competing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Phil Heath doesn't even Yeah. You know, Phil Heath has multiple companies. It's, it's far in few between. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I would like to change that. I would like to bring around a bodybuilding federation that changes that. Right. But like right now we don't have that. Sure. Because Quite frank, bodybuilding is nothing more than a hobby. I say that again, very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking tell me this is a hobby. What's the public perspective? But, but the public perspective is how much does that pay you? Oh, how much have I made from bodybuilding? Zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> it's true. How much have I invested? Yeah. Tens it's of true. thousands of it's dollars. True. It's all sunk cost, right? Listen, all we need is a couple sponsors. That's all we need. Real big ones. Like That's Nike. Like, Nike. Dude, you know, I we have can, 40K. Nike bro, needs me. We can trade. We can trade. <laughs> I will listen. I will list you on listen, every other podcast. You got, you got 40K. We got a big podcast. Big. You got a photographer, videographer. Great photographer, videographer. I got what, everything. What do we need? Honestly, we should just run the company. Might as well. I think we can run Nike. I think than we Nike. can trade. For yeah. That. Yeah. I think uh, it's fair. Phil Knight will run Team Haley. We run Nike. There we go. We switch pace. I like too. it. Okay. <laughs> so follow the lead. Pay fucking attention. What the fuck is going on with your leader? If it's not me, who is it? What are they doing? There's something that they're doing that established them as a leader of a pack and you are part of the pack. Maybe you have your own pack that's following you as well. In my case, I'm mm-hmm. following Matt Jansen's lead. Mm-hmm. And then I have over 700 clients who are following my lead, mm-hmm. you know, within Team Haley. I have eight coaches, 700 clients. What's happening? They're, they're, they're at their place for a reason. And you need to find that reason. You need to follow the lead. Every move they make, every move I make, if you're a Team Haley client, you should know, you should see, and you should be part of. It's uh, Gary Vee always talked about this is watch what I do. Don't listen to what I say. Yeah. Because a lot of what he says, unless it's, you know, it's something he's actively doing immediately. It's typically hypothesis of what's going to happen, what he thinks will happen, social and all those kinds of things in marketing, but what he's doing. So in that example, it's like, well, he's making a lot of YouTube videos. 
Is he? Okay. He's making a lot of TikToks. Okay. He's making a lot of Instagram reels. Okay. That's watching what he does. That would tell you I should do all of those things. You should do all those things. You should take advantage of every network. That's why we started. So think about starting a podcast. Yeah. The people who took after the Grow or Die podcast and went, I'm going to make a podcast. Absolutely. I'm going to ed or your educational post. I'm going to educate or the whiteboard post. I'm going to educate. Yeah. Those kinds of things. That's actively doing what you're saying. That's actually getting out there. Yeah. What we're doing is working. Mm -hmm. So we're not hiding anything. I mean, there's nothing on the back end. Like, yeah, I have Scott and David and Steven and Tony, but like you had to work up to it. Right. Even when it, when it was just me and Steven, the team was What we do is just operation though. That's all it is. It's just operation. It's, 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 it's way too much for one person to do, but you don't, you don't need all of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we kind of have you guys for not team Haley mm-hmm. for like everything else. Uh, especially with like the tra- trajectory we're going. I mean, you can build team Haley without having that. You might want to have a photographer. photographer. You might want to have, I, I don't I recommend one. I don't think you need one. Really? Nope. Really? Nope. If you're, if you're extremely creative, you might be able to do your, I never could have done it myself. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I, if you I don't understand, you know, I mean, you have a question, hit, hit me up and I'll ask, help you. Yeah. But if you, yeah, if you don't understand or you feel like you're creatively challenged, uh, challenged, I guess yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the best way like to put me. it. <laughs> then then it, I would just pay attention to what, go follow some photographers videos, or follow some people like Justin or Jordan Syatt or yep. those guys who are just doing shit yeah. and see what they do. What are you doing today to earn people's respect? I think when you're running a business, especially a customer service business, you have to have people's respect at the end of the day, because no one's going to pay you that doesn't respect you. Okay. So putting yourself out there and as many uh, you know channels as possible is going to be extremely important. And I say that again, you know, kind of tongue in cheek because when, so I've never been in YouTube. Yeah, I never well, went we on have, TikTok. Yeah, we, we we have been on YouTube. We, we have we tried. It wasn't our thing. We have you your t- your YouTube, and then the Grow Die has YouTube. Yeah, right. Yeah. FYI, if anybody's curious, we're about to drop thirty more episodes on there. Oh, are we? We're at th- we're at thirty. David's got six yeah. up to sixty five done. Fuck yeah! So we're about to drop those. We have those well, on there dope. for like just you know if you want to watch us chat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, YouTube's hard. So yeah, it's a commitment. YouTube's a huge commitment yeah. that I didn't really want to be part of. I never went on TikTok. I haven't made a reel, and I'm not sure I will utilize a reel. No. Um, so I I also don't want you guys who, you know, want your own TM or whatever to like solely look at me like Scott's saying, what's Jordan Syatt doing? I don't know anyone who stays more up on the trends of Instagram as well as Gary Vee and Jordan Syatt. Do. Yeah. Or look at Sam. I think Sam does a pretty good job. Sam, Sam Miller. Miller. I think he does Sam a pretty Miller good job. Sam Miller does a really good job. But Sam yeah. focuses on heavy on overwhelming education. 100%. And right. it's too much for a lot of people. Yeah. So if you dummy that's down his with style. Sam, yeah. Oh, 100%. He's too smart for most of you to be his clients anyways. Yeah. Um, right. Like, like, you know, he, he, he has, I, I've talked to you about it. If you want to make a shit ton of money, go really fucking deep in a really narrow yes, niche. 100%, 100%. And, and, you know, I agree with that a lot as well. So, um, you know, follow the lead of the people who are just doing it right. You know, only following one person again, as Scott alluded to, probably not going to get you to the final destination. But like, man, if you take me and Jordan Duggar and Jordan Syatt and Gary V and Sam Miller, five, you know, I would consider all of us highly successful individuals. We're all doing different things, but the end result is really good good the end result with impact and cash is really good so i take a culmination of those items and 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 jordan duggar and uh um, uh, jordan syatt offer almost like mentorship like programs right yeah yeah, yeah. so those could be good things for you guys to take advantage of as well yep number five the last one don't beg just be what do i mean by that don't beg just be A lot of people, a lot of people will hire a coach um, like myself, like Dylan, um, like a Paul Ravella, a Matt Jansen, um, uh, Andrew Vu, and you really want to impress us. Mm -hmm. This is fine. Mm -hmm. However, this shouldn't be your main goal here. You know, your main goal should be winning. Let me me ask you this. How many applications... And then therefore that do become clients. You think want to show out and be the next TM superstar or, or vice versa on camp chance or any, any of the like every, know, single, coaches. One. every single one, every single one, you, like the, the, of, the, comp- of the competitors, of competitors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of competitors. Their goal is to 
like go to a national stage be and the like king or queen take the picture with me afterwards yeah. when i give them flowers after they turn pro that's their goal yeah um and and that's cool yeah. right that's dope but there's so much that goes into that mm-hmm. and you know the clients who i'm most impressed by are the ones who ask for it the least mm-hmm. are the ones who need it or want it the least if you hire a coach for validation because you you really want their validation or you think that your coach needs to give you validation, you, you got to earn that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm impressed by people turning pro. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed by a contest prep ride to push you to the absolute fucking ground, dig you through the ground and you still fucking made it out with a positive attitude. You didn't burn relationships in your personal life and you still got a fucking W. Mm-hmm. Like I'm impressed by the actions that a character takes. I'm not really impressed by, you know, if you're doing your job and you're progressing every week, that's what I expect. You're, you're, you're supposed to do these things. Mm-hmm. If you send me training videos like Cecily Weck, if you send me training videos like Cecily Weck, where every single training video is like, Making me look in the mirror like, do I train that hard? Like, do, do I go as hard as her? Oh, shit. Like, she's gonna be in Dallas, right? I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. We nice. get to meet her uh, next week. Can't wait. Next week, it's me, the whole fam. That's gonna be fucking dope. Um, you know, I'm impressed by people who are doers and people who are beers, people who live that life, people who are about that life. And, you know, what's interesting is far more often than not, the people with the most genetic talent aren't about that life. Mm-hmm. They're there because of the ridiculous genetic talent that they have. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm impressed by people kind of overcome the odds. Now I have some genetic freaks who work their absolute ass off. I, I, th- I think I've shown you guys Dylan Helling. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to post Dylan tomorrow. Actually, mm-hmm. like this has been with me fuck, maybe right around a year. Okay. And he's put on like 40 pounds of lean body mass. <laughs> like it is bonkers Damn. like he, he looks like a new human yeah he's gonna compete next year and he's gonna make some people feel really shitty about themselves on stage and i really can't wait for that <laughs> to be honest with you um but you know I, I i'm impressed by people who are about that life who are about that action it's not just in their their work ethic it's about who represents tm you know who represents this company that i pour my entire passion into who's someone that i want to surround my energy with uh, because you know that's very rare you know who's someone who's truly 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 just about that life um and you know i i know all the coaches that i'm close with feel the exact same way everyone wants to be told they're doing well everybody and sometimes you have to tell a client they're doing well even when you think they might be doing better Mm. sometimes it's the right move to make because a person needs it really bad mentally and that's what pushes them over the edge Mm -hmm. right it's not really lying maybe they are doing well Mm -hmm. my expectation for you is far higher than what your expectation for you is going to be i promise you that Mm -hmm. so maybe they are doing well but i bet we can do better i bet we can pull out more and you know constantly um just looking for that within yourself every single training session every single day what can we do better and what can we do more of? I think that's really, really important. So don't beg. We don't need validation. When I respond to your check and then tell you, you know, things are fine or I give you changes, you don't need to ask me, are we looking good here? I would tell you, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. You will, you will always know exactly what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. If nothing is stated, then we're doing good. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell you we're doing good. Go win a show and I'll tell you we're doing good. Mm. That's what I want to see. Go get a fucking promotion. And I'll tell you we're doing good. That's what I want to see. So don't beg. Just be. These are my five rules of successful clients. Just some tidbits I've kind of picked up on over the last eight years. You know, I was uh, driving back from um, my meeting before this and I was listening to some posts. Some of that post Malone, which you know. <laughs> I was like, who? Who the fuck? So, 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 some of that post Malone. Sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I talk about these people like they're my friends. Yep. You know, I know. speaking into existence. Right. Right. I mean, we're waiting for Joe to hang out right dude, here. Dude, Joe, what the fuck's up? JR. We'll, we'll COVID test you if you need to. Dude, I mean, come dude on. I'll COVID test Joe myself <laughs> every minute of the day. Dude, I'll stick that big ass thing in my nose. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't like the studio. Ours is going to be way cooler. I don't like his reds. I don't like it. And from a filming perspective, I don't know why they didn't improve it. It looks, you know, it looks the same quality wise. It looks the same. It's good. Quality. It's fine. It's fine. It's his studio out of his house. But, but dude, you have so much fucking money. You know what oh, you could do with so that? How many red? I can get five red cameras in here. I know. And some like more than one light. Yeah. Besides a house light. 
and really do this up, yeah, it'd be dope. Yeah, we'd be a movie. It, do Do you think his studio is at his house? I think so. So Jim's at his house, right? The I place. Think. I don't think he leaves his compound. I don't think so either. I don't we know have, if I would. We We have to take into account that we we both know the area he moved into. Mm-hmm. So there's no lots for a build. There wasn't time for a build. He picked something. He I'm brought, sure he, he loves have, it. He might have added to it. I'm sure he loves it. He picked something and he overdid it. Or he redid it. He, yeah, he added to it. He changed yeah. it to fit his, so, his life. You wonder if it's the final destination, right? Like for his, um, you know, well, he was in, he was in a tough position too because in the middle of his move after he already decided committed, I assume COVID yeah. hit, right? Oh, think about it. I'm I a, thought I'm he assuming. decided to move during COVID. Did he? I don't remember. I, I, I honestly don't. I have no idea. Think, I mean, think about it. When you want to move somewhere, yeah. well, I guess I don't know. That's not true. Some people move really fast. Some people move slow. Yeah. I just pick up and go. Yeah. We just, we were it's in like Scottsdale. A, for me, it's weekend. like a plan. Really? Yeah, it, it is. Probably. It is. We were in Scottsdale over the weekend. I was like, you know what? I think I want to say four months out of the year out here. Yeah. And so now Steven's looking at houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think it's in his house. I feel like it has to be. It has to be. It's it has the, to be. the level of convenience. It has to be. What I envision is it's like a little um, like addition in the backyard. Mm-hmm. It's like an extra building, yeah. if you will, that whoever is there before is obviously uber wealthy. Sure. I mean, I'm sure his house is bonkers. Sure. And in that area, I mean, that's 10 to 20 million, you know. Well, he's got a family. He's got a family. And we know he COVID tests people, guests yeah. who come in. So he probably has a doctor on site kind of all the time. No, I would assume there's a, like you're saying, it's a, either a piece that's a, unattached yeah. or there's a separate entrance yep. to the studio. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. He, whatever he's doing is working well, but I, I again, I think we can I, outdo I just him. don't like it. I think we can outdo him. Too much red. Your skin tones are fucking red. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I need I, some I, contrast I, up in I here. Think we, you know, I hope he has <laughs> Kanye West on. He did. To, no, no. Again. Oh. To ask about, to ask about the presidential or something. Oh, post election. <laughs> yeah, I do. Kanye finished fourth, or he's going to finish fourth. Is he? I don't. Pretty good. I don't pay attention to Kanye. I'll probably finish fifth. I thought he. I thought I saw a thing where he said he removed himself to focus on the next next round. He did, but people were still writing him <laughs> in. He was getting like four thousand votes oh, per state. Shit. What's four thousand times fifty? Two hundred thousand. He might yeah. get two hundred thousand votes. That's, that's pretty good for being a rapper. Pretty good. I have zero. Yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe you did vote for me. If you voted for me, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Steven wrote it in. <laughs> Steven. No, I know who Steven voted for. Yeah. I wish you would have voted me in. <laughs> All right, guys. Episode 102, five rules of successful clients. We shall see you next time.